a Syracuse Sports Center starts now. Good morning, I'm Joe Salzone. The Crunch lose to Rochester 6-3. The Crunch now fall to 1-1 on the season. Dennis Yan, Yanni Timela, and Alex Beret-Boulet scored the goals. The Crunch returned home for their home opener Saturday night in the refurbished War Memorial. All right. Hear the Crunch action all season long right here on ESPN Radio Syracuse. What are we laughing at here? I don't know. I just Turn my mic I'm laughing because he, again, you, you know, Joseph, you come in, you do a fine job. You're a producer of your own show. And I've got Josh over here kind of uh, kind of stirring it up a little bit with you. And then Paulie, in the middle of your reading, putting in game show sounds. He pronounced the names correct, so I played the correct sound. I think that you should, you should, you should look up because he's got a little more pull with Ed than you do now. Would, Ed likes him actually. He wouldn't even have noticed if you just kept your mouth shut. He would have gotten the ding, ding, ding correct, and he would have kept going. No, he would have professionally not reacted to it. That's what he would have done. Continue. Thank you. Minnesota Timberwolves star Jimmy Butler returned to practice yesterday, despite his desire to be traded. Butler participated in a scrimmage and then yelled at teammates, coaches, and front office personnel by reportedly yelling out, quote, you bleeping need me, Scott. You can't win without me, in the direction of GM Scott Layden. And tonight, the Giants play the Eagles on Thursday Night Football. At 1-4, and four, the Giants are still just a game and a half out of first place in the NFC East. The defending champion Eagles have struggled early, sitting at 2-3. and three. Coverage gets underway at 7.20, kickoff at 8.20 here on ESPN Syracuse. I'm Joe Salazar. The Daniel Baldwin Show starts now. You just can't leave him alone, can Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to The Daniel Baldwin Show. This is Anthony Munoz, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN. Hi, this is Bruce Smith, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show. Hi, this is Cornelius Bennett, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show here on ESPN. Chip Kelly, you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is Chris Berman, a.k.a. The Swami. I am predicting that you are listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Dean Kane. You're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio, and so am I. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. A woman on the radio talks about... You ever wake up? Nope. And you... You kind of wish it was the next day. And I don't mean that like this is a bad day. I just mean that we have so much that I'm focusing on that's going to happen tomorrow that I'm thinking to myself, we got Paulie Shore coming in for like the whole show. Now... I haven't seen Paulie, but let me give you a little background for me. I started in this business, unbeknownst to a lot of people, as a stand-up comedian. And I started in New York. And then when I went out to L.A., uh, I got a sitcom very shortly after I I launched my stand-up career on the West Coast. But Paulie's mom owns a comedy club, a very well-known comedy club in Los Angeles. And, And I actually got to meet Paulie and was around his mother and other comedians for... No, but just uh, actually, it was only probably six months, and then I was on a TV show. So it worked out for me. The funny thing about it is, it brings up, it stirs so many emotions thinking about seeing him in that era of my life because that's when I got out there and I started making money and I started getting in trouble. Then I got because I never had the dough before. Right, I wasn't the English muffin kid, Josh. Yeah, I know. You can't get in trouble when you're broke. Well, I I wasn't from any dough, so you know. Now, now I'll never forget. Let me tell you this story really quick. So I'm in my car, and when you do a television show, 
you go and audition for the casting director, and sometimes you read, you know, if, you, if you've attained a certain level, you read for the producers right away. But eventually, they say, hey, I really, they really like Josh, they really like Daniel, and they really like Paulie. They don't just say one guy. They want to go in the room with three or more guys for each part. And they make a deal with you to do this show, and my deal can be completely different. A television series deal, a test deal, as it's called, and then you get, with your deal of $5,000 a show, and your deal, Josh, of 20000 a show, and my deal could be 50000 a show, we're all testing for the same character to play on a television series. You go in the room and you read for the studio first. So it's going to be an NBC show, NBC Warner Brothers show. And you walk into this room, and there'll be up to 20 suits and you know, uh, female producers, secretaries, all different types of people, and people affiliated with the, with, the, with the who wrote the show and everything. And you read, Josh reads first, and then Daniel reads, and then Paulie reads. Now, they might say no to all three, in which case the casting director has to go back and get three more candidates. Or they might say all three of you advance. Or they may say only two advance, or one, whatever. But after you get past them, the studio can never say now we, what they want. You, they have okayed you to go to the network. Mm -hmm. Then the network, a couple of days later, are all sitting in a room. Again, all these suit guys barely ever laugh anything. They just look at you. It's such an intimidating thing, because you're in there doing a sitcom or doing something really funny in a show, and they're like... Thank you. You know they don't they don't say anything. So if you get on that test to where they actually pick you, you move on to do the series. So I'm in my car. I've got the early late 1980s nuclear gigantic bazooka cell phone. I thought I was so cool. The yeah. batteries the size of a laptop. Comes in computer. a bag. Yeah, we had a bag. With a long, it wasn't an air thing. The antenna yeah, could it, call the moon. Yeah, it looked like you were one of those remote mash units out in the field, yes, right? With, with, you know, in the army. So, my agent Karan Shampoo. Oh, I know. I'm like, uh... oh, Karan Shampoo was this really, 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 really pretty girl that was my agent with a name like Karan Shampoo. How do you go wrong? So, rinse Karan, and repeat. Karan, oh God. <laughs> calls me up and says, "Hey, look." Um, they're going to test you. You go to the studio tomorrow. We're going to iron out these details. Uh, we're ready to go. Now, this is how little I know about how, how early in my career this is. It's the first TV audition I've ever gone on, and I'm, I'm now one of the few guys that's testing. I don't have it yet, but I'm testing. And she said, "Do you want? Uh, let me go over the details with you because I need your approval. Do you want to hold out? Do you want to move on? And I said, okay. She goes, so it's... 13 episodes, mm -hmm. and it's $13,500, and it's- Per episode? So, so, so hang on. All right. So I turn around, and I go, and I pull the car over, and I stop, and I go, okay, so that's over $1,000 a week to do the show. That's not bad. I mean, that's, mm -hmm. you know, that's 50-something thousand. She goes, ha, 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 and she starts laughing. I said, what's so funny? She goes, no, honey, it's $13,500 per episode, <sighs> and I remember holding the phone- and trying to do the math of 13,500 times 13. And I go, well, how many of those shows will I be in? She goes, you're in all shows produced. So even if you don't work or they only write one word for you in a song, they've got to pay you the 13,500. $175,500. Okay, there you go, I remember. 
My father made 22000 at the top of his teaching career with six kids. I'm about to make $13,500, and that's what they're at. We're not settling at this. Yet. She right. goes, so I think I'm going to counter at twenty and see if I can't get them to seventeen five. And I'm going, so I immediately go, well, no, 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 don't lose the thirteen five. Like, <laughs> right, 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 right. You're like, oh, I'll like, take you're, it. You're not, of course I'm going right. to take it. I'm freaking out. And I will never, ever, ever forget that, that that feeling will never happen for me again because I have a much better understanding of the business. But to understand how much money is at play and how much stuff is available and everything and the the innocence of that. And Paulie brings back Paulie Shore to get back to what I started talking about. Brings all that back to me. That's right when I started. Mm-hmm. That was when it was really exciting and and I and I was scared and there was you know, huge butterflies in my stomach every time I went in on a read. And Paulie was actually part of that era of my life, you know. Oh, so it's memories. Winning, winning Paulie's mother over and she didn't like a lot of people. Right. Winning her over was really important to do because she controlled a major entity in in the comedy business. Well, Mitzi Shore and the Laugh Fa- and the and the, and the uh, comedy store is an iconic for sure. location. For sure. Wonder, is Mitzi still alive? No, no, she passed away this year. I was going to say she she just okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know Polly Shore's worth twenty million dollars? Yeah, but it, but is that that real? That can't be real. Do you He's know? Not, he, no, I was just looking. He did about ten movies that you, while they weren't. Box office smashes, they were good enough. You know what I'm saying? Like Biodome, brother in law, Biodome, Encino Man. Encino Man was huge. Encino Man was his biggest movie, probably. He literally did nothing. Like what his career? I, I hate to say this, but he became famous just for saying stupid things like spatching the wheeze and <laughs> look at the nugs on her. Mm-hmm. You know, like he literally. But he created that character. But how is that character? How is that character any different than Chevy Chase in all the European vacation vacation movies? But Chevy Chase was like went on and did other things. You know what I'm saying? And he he played the same guy in every movie he ever did. (laughs) (laughs) He did. But he's like a male. Like he he, never. Let me just say something. Chevy never wheezed the juice. Never wheezed the juice. No, he didn't. didn't. For sure, he never wheezed the juice. I don't get it. I could do that. I could just make up stupid sags and walk around. We could sell forest. We could just sell forest. We could do forest. Why are you doing the thing? I'm wheezing the juice all day. That's right. I'd like some fresh nugs. You know, I, I'm coming into work, and, I, and what I do at night is I, as I take a look at what's going on in sports. Uh, it's uh, arguably was a very slow. There night wasn't a lot last night. Uh, we have a bye week. I'm, I'm, I'm like it was like the gods were against me. So we have a bye week uh, for Syracuse football to talk about the team, um, and then I started looking. Okay, there well, was no a, baseball because there was no baseball. Everything, everything. So it was literally like there was old college games on. <laughs> there was one live game. It was like Delaware State against somebody, and it was like the big news was on you know ESPN two. Um, and I started looking. I started looking around deeper into uh, some of the sites that are sports sites to find stuff that would be compelling to talk about today. And let me tell you something: there is not a lot going on. But I, I want to go back to something. Uh, you know what? Maybe we'll go to an early break. We'll come back and talk about Patrick Reed, uh, the PGA Tour. We've got and, the fine folks from Parade of Homes coming in. Are they coming into Parade of Homes? What are they doing? They're going to talk about what's going on this year too. So. Or is Parade the name of a rapper and it's Parade Homes? What's up, Parade? All right? That was a good one. It's good. Right. I like it. 
Yeah. Now nah, the Parade of Homes is a great event. Is that from your uh, stand-up career? Oh God! Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. The guy who sings in the shower and thinks he's going to go on The Voice. Yeah. He's going to talk to me about my stand-up. Actually, how I made broke into the stand-up world was I played a game with the audience called Let Me Tell You Why I Love You. And so it was an improvisational game where I invited any female member of the audience to lob an object onto the stage, and I would tell the entire story how it romantically linked us. Well, of course, as this gained a little bit of popularity, you can imagine people came ready. Uh-huh. And, and some of the things they lobbed up on that stage, <laughs> wow. Wow, was I, I just had to hold it up in the air. and, and then we, should do, we should bring that back someday. We should do a live broadcast and have people lob things yeah, at you. We should. We should do that. I would love to do that. It'd yeah, be no, awesome. I know. Listen, I'm looking to kick field goals, shoot three pointers, do you know, lob objects, whatever you got to do, Paulie. I'm here for you. I'm here for everything that is Paulie. See how it works when you're on the same team as somebody and you love them. <laughs> nice. Let's go I, to break. I got on something that. I'm going to lob at you during the break. <laughs> yeah, no. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now. Talk to me, Josh. Joining us in studio, Todd from the Parade of Homes. Todd is here. Because the Parade of Homes kicks off in just a, what is it, a couple of days here, the 13th? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Goes through the 28th. It is Monday through Friday, 1 to 8 p.m., Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. And I love this event. They do it every year. They showcase a whole bunch of new construction in different parts of central New York. And if you're just not even in the market for a house, it's good to go to and get ideas maybe for upgrades or meet some of the uh, the builders and the you know the contractors that work on these great things. And it's inspiring. It's a great thing. Absolutely. So, it's a little late. We were talking earlier, Todd, and, yeah. and, and it's a, a little later in the year than you yeah. normally do. Yeah. Um, is this, uh, uh, I would imagine for myself, I, bought, I just bought a 200-year-old house last okay. year up in uh, Cleveland, New York on, on okay. Oneida. Yeah. And, um, and for me to do, we're, we're looking at possibly building out a very, very significant room, you know, a, a 30 by 60 with a 30 by 60 suite above it. Sure. And so... For me, I would come to these types of events to get ideas. Uh-huh. To uh, Do you find that that's what a, a lot of the people do? Yeah, absolutely. There's a, a lot of people come to the show because there's, you know, at this particular year, there's nine different builders featuring nine different products, nine different homes. So, you know, a lot of people come because they're interested in, like, just what you said. They're, they want to add on. They want to renovate their kitchen, their bath, or hopefully they're looking for some new construction home, too. But you know, it's a great opportunity to really kind of get in front of the builders and have some FaceTime with them because even though you're looking at, you know, new construction homes, most of all the builders there would absolutely be able to help you out in a situation like you're doing too. So if you needed a big addition on your home or something, you, you can actually walk around and interview the individual builders themselves and say, hey, would you be interested? I got this kind of project. You know, can you do it? Can you help me out with something like this or point me in the right direction? So there, there's there's a lot of different things going on there. People are certainly looking for remodeling, but like like Josh was saying, the, the Parade Homes is just a great event because you get to see nine different builders, nine different products, you know, what's new in the market, all the new trends, the new colors, the new products, the new features. So there, there's there's a lot of reasons why people come. Last year I saw a dog shower that I really wanted. I never <laughs> even thought about it, but in one of the houses in the basement, they had a bathroom and then like set into the wall was just a shower for you to clean your dog off. And I've wanted it ever since. Yeah. yeah. You know, the amazing thing when I go to these, um, <clears throat> it takes me weeks to digest all yeah. the all, all the variables. You know, back in the day when I was humping wood for builders and doing mm-hmm. stuff as a kid, yeah. which is now 40 something years right. ago, right. Um, 
there, there were, you know, maybe some fixtures if you went high end and you were getting marble from Italy and stuff. Right, that that right, stuff right. existed, but yeah. but you know, really there wasn't the type of variation mm-hmm. today. You could build the same thirty by by sixty room for. Thirty-five thousand or four hundred and fifty thousand, yeah, right here in Syracuse. You know I mean, absolutely, it really depends yeah. on what you're going to put it yeah, in. For sure, and it's yeah. it's crazy. How how much in your career, Todd, has the coding and all the stuff changed? Because that's the part that blows me oh, away. Yeah. There was stuff I used to be able to do. I I would have been comfortable rocking stuff and, yeah. and putting up yeah. frame and right. blah, and even right. even you know I could pretty much build it. I wouldn't have been that confident in the electrical, right. you know, but <laughs> right, right, but. Right. but but right. I'd, I'd have been able to apprentice for somebody who was telling me, no, no, yeah. no, not that way. Right. Now, I don't have a clue. Yeah. I don't have a clue. There's yeah, so it, that's, much. And that's honestly, it's, that's a moving target. You know, obviously, New York is, is a tough, tough state for a lot of different reasons. But, you know, the building codes nationally, um, they change consistently. And it's, 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 and it can vary even locally from township to township. So it's, it's a full-time job. You know, just to manage the up the codes and make sure that you're building correctly. I mean, you know, there's a lot of different layers between you know engineers and architects and code enforcement and inspections that you have to go through. But uh, honestly, that's that's a challenge, and it's and that's why it's it's kind of changed a little bit from the from the Joe homeowner just being able to say, hey, let me go out and throw this on my house, or I can do this or do that because. A lot of times, man, you just don't even understand the things that have come down the line to change until you've kind of gotten into it. Well, the problem really lies in the fact that back in the day when you could have one of those five guys in your township that were dependable, good craftsmen. Absolutely. They were good workers. But because they're not why you want to come to parade Mm -hmm. when you're thinking about doing this kind of work, or particularly if you're building a new home like you have, that you've just, you have a beautiful home we'll talk about in a second that's for sale. Um, the reason why is because God forbid something went wrong and you have an insurance claim, mm-hmm. and then if you don't turn, around, are, are you all right over there? Yeah. Why? Is that you moaning? What are you doing over there? No. Picking up something. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, just checking on you, make sure you're okay, big guy. In studio, Todd from yeah. Parada Homes, 2018. So, so my experience with it has become, you know, you don't, you want to avoid not having someone with your qualifications that stays up on all these things, mm-hmm. which is why it's, you know, you may think you're cutting some corners with somebody who can do the work, mm-hmm. but if you have a fire or mm-hmm. if you have a problem or a flood or something mm-hmm. and you find out that that two inches worth of rock that was supposed right. to be put in there to drain it properly or whatever, and next year your insurance company's going, this isn't made to code. Yeah. And you know what? You can pay me now, you can pay me later oh, when yeah. you don't come to Absolutely. somebody with your experience. I mean, and that's, I mean, that's, I'm glad you brought that up because that's really one of the best things that, about the Home Builders Association of Central New York. You know, we're, we're a membership is, we're professionals. You know, we stay up on the codes, we're insured, mm-hmm. you know, and we have code of ethics. And, and that's something that's really important that, you know, a lot of people miss out on when you're hiring, you know, Chuck in the truck kind of deal. And right? you start to see their names on all these signs. Like you go around all of Central New York and you start to trust those names a little Absolutely. bit. Like, you know, it's, it's kind of a branding. So mm-hmm. you'll see them at Parade of Homes and you'll meet them and then you're out driving around and you'll see like, you know, this is XYZ, built by XYZ, or, you mm-hmm. know, you know Mark Anthony Holmes right. or whatever you see out there. Uh, it's like, oh, okay, that's going to be a good house. What's a trend right now in new builds? What's everybody doing? Oh, man. Movie theaters inside basketball uh, courts? <laughs> What's going on? You know, uh, a lot of that is really specific, you know, to, to individual, dog showers, individual dog buyers. Showers, yeah. Dog showers, <laughs> we, we know what your priority I is really in want your a new dog home. dog shower, yeah. You know? 
Uh, but you know, yeah, it, I mean, the movie theater thing is is always a hit. Yeah. Everybody loves the man cave, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, it's not even just the man cave. You know, sporting events. You know, you, everybody wants to gather around for the SU game or you know sun, Sunday football games, and it's 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 more than just you know the man cave anymore. It's more of a part of the house. I saw know, a house so with a water trend. feature last year that kind of went from like the second floor down to the basement, like through the stairs on these rocks. Oh man. Not what I, I want. I love this thing. Yeah. Not what I want. What do you want? It's funny how your wants mm-hmm. and your needs change, yeah. and they incrementally change. And I've always told people, take a look at what you thought you wanted and you thought you needed at 25, and then write down the five things that you most thought you wanted and the most thought you needed, mm-hmm. and then do it again at 30. And at about 35, certainly at 40, what you find is, a lot of stuff that you wanted isn't quite as important as the things that you really fu- discover you need. You yeah. need to be loved. You need a yeah. decent home yeah. to keep you warm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need a decent job. You need a, you know, so there's, and then by the time you're 45, the stuff that you have realized that you really need, if you don't have any of them, they're the ones you want. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so with that said, the reality of man came out, no, I want some closet space. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah, you do. So, so when you go up my 200-year-old house mm-hmm. and it goes up one flight of stairs and then turns around and goes up, I want to go out that flight of stairs mm-hmm. and build all the way back. It's 30 feet and 60 feet. And in that, when you step in the door, I want eight-foot-wide L-shaped closets yeah, that yeah, you can yeah, walk yeah, yeah. in and put. Because over all the years of acting that I've done... When I get done with a movie, people often come in to my last house in Malibu, which I had a very big closet, and they go, dude, I've never seen anybody with this many pair of shoes in their life. And I go, <laughs> but I didn't buy any of them. They just give them to you. you so when them. I'm playing an attorney in a movie, and my mm-hmm. foot hasn't changed size since I'm yeah. 45. So right. they get you five pairs of beautiful Armani shoes, and I go, yeah, I'll take them. Yeah, yeah. those are mine now. So I, I have I have 50 suits. Let me give you the rundown of everything that's happening. It's Parade of Homes. It's happening, uh, kicking off on the 13th. It goes through the 28th. This year, it is over in the Jamesville Crown Point Summit Meadows area. That is the town of Onondaga. Yes. That is the Jamesville DeWitt School District. It's beautiful. It's spacious. The the, the lots are a nice size. Yes. So if you are in the market for a home, are, are all these homes uh, claimed? Or are there some that are still available? Or I believe there's six available. Six that are still available, so yeah. you can go well, over to this and look at that. Well, let's yeah. talk more about quality craftsmanship and what exactly is available. Your... You have a house yes. that you're selling over there, and I've seen some of the imagery, and I've seen uh, um, some of the dimensions. It's a th- almost 3,600 square foot, That's beautiful cool. home uh, for sale in this cluster. Mm-hmm. Tell us about this house. Thanks. Yeah, this this is a, it's a great house. This is our woodland model, and, and like every year when we do a parade home, specifically to myself, we design a new product from scratch. So this isn't just something that we take and kind of modify to see, you know, kind of what people are looking for today. We... We literally sit down and pencil something out based on, you know, what we're kind of getting from feedback from customers. Say, hey, this is what we're looking for in a home. And, you know, even just kind of touch on your point with the, with the walk-in closets, every, everybody's looking for something a little different, you know, depending on the age, where you're at, and what your needs are, what your desires are. But matching that up with a price point that's doable for you as well. Because a lot of times there's a big disconnect between, between that. and People don't necessarily understand that, you know, building a new home is not cheap. But you're getting exactly what you want. You're getting the warranty. You're getting the craftsmanship. You're getting the quality, and that's the stuff that's going to pay for pay for your in the long run. 
But yeah, this house is almost 3,600. It's uh, 3,600 square feet. It's uh, three levels of finish, meaning the, the lower level, the basement level is a walkout grade. So that level is finished as well, but um, five bedrooms, uh, four baths. It's it's four actually four and a half baths. It's it's a great house. It's it's really built around family orientation. Uh, the, the main central of the hub we call it like in the gathering area, uh, the great room, the dining room, the kitchen, and then we have a screened-in porch and an open deck off of that. It's it's really kind of the open concept that most people are really requesting and looking for today. You know, the old colonial boxed out, you know, every, every room is identified by walls. That theory doesn't kind of really hold up so much in today's market. Uh, so really we're creating bigger, larger spaces that are more identifiable based on how you place furniture and maybe some of the decorating and techniques that you do. Uh, but, but th- that's the, the main thing that people are looking for, which you know, we talk to a lot of people that are, hey, should I build or should I buy something existing? And I run into just a lot of people that are on the market looking for resale. They just can't find this concept out there because it, you really have to plan far in advance structurally to be able to pull off these open floor plans without having walls holding up your second floor. You know, so the structural part of it, the engineering part of the house uh, is a crucial point at the design stage right in the beginning to really make sure that your the outcome the final product that you're looking for is is going to be attained in a really really fun and exciting way good stuff if you'd like to go to the parade of homes call now 315-437-7644 we got a four pack of tickets for you 315-437-7644 call up first caller Neil will answer and take four hours to get your information, and uh, we'll get oh, you. Tickets are on sale right now, you. all available at hbrcny.com. Of course, Parade of Homes on Facebook, Home Builder CNY on Twitter. Just Google Parade of Homes, and it'll be the first Absolutely. thing that comes up, and yep. you can get all the information right there. Todd, Parade of Homes, we love the event, and uh, best of luck this year, man. Thank right, you so much. A lot. Yeah, thanks, thanks for coming on the Todd, show. Todd, Parade Appreciate of Homes. It. We'll come back to Daniel Baldwin. Maybe show. when we come back, too, we can find out about this weird ghost that's behind Daniel moaning in his ears that he's hearing. Listen, the weird stuff you do <laughs> I'm so excited. It's time for... Uh, um, I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control, and I just can't... Um... So what? It's unlistenable radio! You understand the me? Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey, now. He does look at He's got the Donnie Brasco. I'm, s- I'm so obsessed by you hearing weird moaning that uh, nobody else heard. Listen, I have a sensitivity to ghosts and weirdness. and um, We'll have to go back is- to the tape. Neil, and see if you can hear yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. I'll listen back to the tape. Will you do it? Will you listen back and see if he wasn't I was uh, staring yeah, well, at you really hard. Well, I don't know why channel, I was loving channel th- you. Something Channel 3. But, but I I've don't got... think I moaned. Okay, <laughs> I didn't hear well. him moaning, but I'll listen back. Mm. Neil, was, Neil is wearing his Beckham jersey. Okay, Maybe he was freaks. turned on. Let me see. Okay, freaks, so you can't see it on on, on the Facebook, and you're not going to see it on there. Okay, so there's the picture of my house. Yeah. Right? Yeah. My beautiful 200-year-old house. Yes. yes. Yep. Okay. There it is. See it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Very nice so this picture. is the picture the realtor took of the house, of the front of the house. So what you're not taking a very careful look at is that a woman that lived in this house killed herself in the house in the upstairs center room. I get it. Okay? So this occurred in my house. Now, what you didn't look at, very careful in the upstairs center room. All right, let me zoom in on this. 
No one lives in this house. But take a look at that. Hold on a second. Why isn't it opening? This is compelling. Now look. What in the oh, hell? There's your dude? legs, Let me, no head, and no, there's no Stop it. it. Stop it. There was no woman living in the house when this was taken. There's her legs. There's her body. Oh, my God. No head. And guess what? That's nine and a half feet up in the room, and she's in the window. You can't even stand and reach that glass. That's not a curtain or something? No. Look at the legs. Oh. You don't see her legs? She's in dude, the window. Dude, we got to go sleep in his attic. So... We <laughs> look at look at the picture. That is the creepiest photo. That's a person, dude. That's a creep. Josh wants to play Ghostbusters. I know I, I do. Ghosts, dude. So so the lady, the realtor, takes the picture, and she's showing and she's posting the pictures. And the owner turns around and goes, "Look at the window." And they open it up and they spread the picture out. And sure enough, and she freaks out. Take that picture down right now. No one's gonna buy the house. I went, man. I'm buying it just because she's in there. I love it. All right, who's the uh, Thursday night football game? Thursday night football Eagles. game is a big, big NFC East. Big oh game. It's a really big game. But de- determine the outcome for b- possibly both teams. Oh, yeah. Certainly for the Giants. Oh, yeah. Giants-Eagles tonight. We're going to get Forrest up there. He's going to do You his- don't need to see the logos. You know the logos. Right? Can I you see do. the Eagles logo? Oh, Come on. No, I think if I, by now he has to go by memory. You've drawn them all. Yeah, you can do the Eagles. Eagle. Here, I'll show you the logo right here. Here's the Eagles. All right, I want to pick which one he has to do. Which one do you want to draw? Yeah. Want to draw all the letters? No. Or just the eagle head? No. I want to... He's done this one already with the I weird lip. Do... What's that? That's the eagle's playing the Patriots. Hold on. Where is it? Where do you see? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Uh, just do the head. Just do the head. Yeah, do the head. Do the head. All right, there's... The There's head, the head right there, Lieutenant bro. Odell, do the head. Oh, no. my God. Oh, my God. Oh, God. oh, God. oh Eli going to have a big night. Oh, God. <laughs> you heard me moaning, thinking about Odell. Look at the picture. Look at the lady. Dude, that How is, screwy God. is that? Okay. Forward me that photo, because I got I to gotta have that. Isn't that great? Former Major League Baseball player Lenny Dykstra has officially been indicted on in Union County, New Jersey, on two drug charges. We've got cocaine, we've got meth, and we've got terroristic threats. Oh, all the good ones. All the good ones. Well, terrorists, didn't he get in an Uber and put Jack a gun to the guy's head? Uh, yeah. Poor Lenny. Why yeah. didn't these guys call me when I could have helped him? Now it's so late that it's not like I can walk into a courtroom and say to the judge, hey, look, don't worry, I can help him. I mean, he's, he's so far gone. And this guy was a, a great baseball player. This was Nails. Do you remember when they called him Nails? Yep. And this guy was tough. He had like what? I'm gonna guess like four or five years with the Mets, and then he had like another eleven with or, or eight with f- the Phillies. This yeah. is how long he played where? He, what he played with the Phillies and Mets, and right, he, and he was uh, threatening an Uber driver on May 23rd. Yeah, but they found meth on him. They found coke on him. He was gonna shoot the guy. He was running around. He they stashed the gun. You hear that? They didn't catch the catch him with the gun. <laughs> he got rid of the gun. What do you go, Lenny? Um, the Detroit Tigers TV broadcasting team of Mario and Piba and Rod Allen is no more. The one that got in a fight earlier. The one that got in a fight <laughs> earlier this uh, season. <laughs> and they brawl before the game started. They are no longer going to be broadcasting the games next season. Did they say why they brawled? No, like one of them took the other one's chair. That's the story. Yeah. They said over a chair partners that have been, been on for some time. And what they began with a seemingly innocuous request, <laughs> if Allen could have the chair, the comfortable one, 
ended in an argument, and Peeba did indeed give up the chair. He then initiated an argument. It became a brawl. It be- turned profane. It turned heated. And e- immediately afterwards, uh, they were they were like, "I'm not. I don't want to work with this guy anymore." They just completely lost. One of them it. choked the other one out. Yeah, I think. <laughs> choked him down like yeah. unconscious. Yeah, not like out out, but he put him in a chokehold. That would be like Matt Park and I getting just having it, which I See, would now, love, and is can can happen any day now. See, <laughs> now. And this is this is exactly, and I've said this, and this is not just about you know Syracuse's athletic department or this one's athletic department or or this team's marketing department. Or, but here is an opportunity that's being clearly missed. That if I was the head of management or marketing, I would have these guys in a rubber room with rubber helmets calling the game next time, just beating the crap out of each other. They, I would. Yeah. What an amazing yeah. broadcast! Going, you're on the other side. You're panting. Bob and I, Tommy John's going to come out to the mound. Ah! Yeah, they just, just go nuts. Just beat the crap out of them. No one's even going to pay attention. What happened? No one pays attention in Detroit anyway. Yeah. So who cares? Game eighty five. It's all over anyway. Yeah, let some yeah. other guy just let let. Forrest go, bomb the ninth, one down, full count. Boy, I hope he hits a good one. And then let these guys just beat the crap out of each other in the back. I like it. Outside ball, too. Mediocre celebrity boxing. A former employee, a former employee of the Jacksonville Jaguars claims (sighs) that owner Shad Khan. Hold on one more time. After the voice is coming. I was distracted by the moans. Go ahead. A former employee of the Jacksonville Jaguars claims that owner Shad Khan is moving the team to London. Shad Khan already owns a soccer football club over there, a football club as they call it, and he's in the uh, process of purchasing Wembley Stadium. That's not happening. That's not happening. People say it might. The league, I don't believe, would have... And here's the problem with it. Here's the biggest problem with it. Um, for games that have to be played between the Raiders. <laughs> so right now right. the Raiders in Seattle are going to London to play. Because it's a once-a-year thing, we do this. It's a big hit over there. It it also, what it does is it, it amps up the NFL paraphernalia and gear and apparel and all that stuff over in England, which may buy some of our stuff, and enough of it to make it worth sending a game or two over there. If you think they're going to franchise and eight teams, particularly if they're coming from the West Coast or even even Chicago, you know, or anything west of that, you're talking about flying for for 13 hours or 12 hours or something in the air to get there with f- five time zone changes or six or something. You know, it's nine hours difference between the West Coast and you're never going to be able to do that. Never, ever, ever will they sustain it. If Khan I, wants to move the Jaguars to London, he will need the approval of 24 out of the 32 right. owners in the NFL. Not going to happen. And now, if he was to throw in, if he was to throw in Shaka Khan and the Wrath of Khan, are you proud of that? Are you proud of that? If he threw in Shaka Khan and the and the Wrath of Khan, Khan, Wrath of Khan, I know Wrath of Khan. Thank you. I love it. Isn't that Ricardo Montalban? <laughs> Ricardo Montalban. Who was Ricardo Montalban? Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. Everybody, everybody, Chaka Khan. Everybody, that's all they want to do, Chaka. And finally... <laughs> one of my favorites. It's on my phone. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Sorry. I'm a Greece has banned overweight, to overweight tourists from oh, riding their donkeys. I love this. Okay. <laughs> so, so I pulled the story up. And I'm reading this story. And so Greece has finally put out a law saying you cannot put really extremely overweight people on a donkey. Now, imagine, of course, in this country, 
if you were to do something logical like saying well maybe you shouldn't put you know this huge human being on this on this burrow going uphill on a you know a clay street you know it's like but anyway so so they 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 passed this law and i started thinking to myself who cares <laughs> who cares what they're doing in greece right now <laughs> really i got all excited to do this story and everything and i'm glad josh did it because i threw it in the pile <laughs> and, and, I, and i didn't put it on there i thought it was really funny that they had to pass this law because this is a, this is a country that's the, the what is it is it the drachma yeah. What, what, what do they trade there? Uh, that sounds right. Drachmas, right? So, uh, so the drachma has crumbled. They went to the euro. Drachma. Well, do you know how, the reason I did the story? <laughs> drachma con. Daniel, do you know why I did this story? Please tell me why you did the story. Because your boy Neil is such a hard worker. Anything you send him or mention him, he prints out and brings to me. He does. And he says, "I oh. think Daniel wants this in the so what." And he yeah. does it for you. He goes above and beyond for you. He does. Let's do he our does. picks quick. Oh, okay. I'm finished. He's not finished. It doesn't matter. We He's, still have to do no, our picks. I, I'm putting great detail. Okay, in we'll my come back. What's the owner of Jacksonville? I'm battling you. Chad Con. <laughs> yeah. What? What? What's the money in Greece? <laughs> Are we done drawing back we'll there? We'll come back. Oh, oh my God. God. Let me rock it. Let me rock it. all I want to do. Let me rock it. Let me rock it. Let me rock it. Let me feel for you. Shaka Khan, what you tell me what you want to do? Do you feel for me the way I feel for you? This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey, now. So we're back. How much time do you have left? We got two minutes, and we're going to do our Thursday night football picks. All right, let's go Thursday night picks. What's the line of the game for us? Phillies minus three in New York. Josh. I take Philadelphia. Polly. Um, Philly. Forrest. Of course, the Giants. I thought it was three and a half. Let me just check this really quick and make sure. Is that a big difference? Half a point? It is to me. Um, so I've got the updated odds. And they are. I looked them up this morning. God knows how many articles I've been in. Oh my God! How many windows do you have open on your phone? How many? Let me see. Oh. How does your phone even move anymore? Giants are three and a half. I'm going to take the Giants plus three and a half. So the line is three and a half. You've got Philly, Philly, Giants, Giants. Mm-hmm. Done. Uh, It'll be a chance for me to pull out ahead of Forrest. So I got to ask you about this other article for for a minute before we go. And it's about this recruit. Has he announced yet, this kid? Gerard? Yeah. Uh, no, Sunday night. Or evening, or day. It, Sunday. And now, is this one of those, you know, you you... I remember there was a kid, and he played for... I want to say UNLV. He was the only kid I ever saw that played college sports that only had an initial for his name. Do you remember this kid? H? No. His, I, I kid you not. He played one year. Look him up. UNLV. Kid's name was H. Just the letter H. Okay. And he was a deadly sharpshoot three-pointer. Like he was the, he was like out of the show, out of the movie Hoosiers. He was going to be that guy. Jimmy Chitwood. Chitwood. Um, 
And he played, I think, a year, and then, I, I mean, I could barely spell his name or whatever the problem was, and they booted him. But is this kid that kid that he played at a division that he could score 50, or is he really that good? He's playing at a division that he could score 50, but 50 against any division is a lot. Right. Well, yeah. but if, if you know, it's like the, the night that Kobe scored 80, and they just kept giving him the ball. And t- so... It, you know what I mean? Did you find him? Did you find H? I can't find him, no. Wow. All right, we got to I'm going to find tomorrow. H, and I'll post something on Twitter for it. Have a, have a great day. Tomorrow is a huge show. Don't miss us tomorrow. We've got Paulie Shore in studio. We've got my sister Beth picking games on the nationally listened to Dan Levitard show, and so much more. So much more.